Hey everybody, how are you? It's Monday. Oh man, has it been a hectic weekend for me? And then I woke up this morning and my stomach's all upset. I, I, I'll tell you, you know, I've been going through... Uh, there's nothing worse, I think, uh, in, in the whole world of, uh, of the internet uh, than to have uh, 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 internet problems, you know, because they drive you nuts. Uh, I don't like things that don't work, and I don't like things that don't work, and I can't figure out why they're not working. So uh, I've been having this problem the last week or so. Since I got this new modem, see, I was always worried when they said we're gonna we're gonna put a new modem in, you're gonna get 300 uh, uh, megabytes per second, and I went, oh boy, that's great, and you'll get a, a 20 uh, upload. That's the least you'll get because I'm getting like 120, 326, and like 22 uh, upload. And of course, the greed in me goes, give me that bandwidth, okay? And uh, so they install the new modem. Well, I, the, my greatest fear about installing a new modem is the time, it, whenever you install something new, something goes wrong, right? And in this case, it was trying to listen to my very own programming. I would listen to it on the internet, and after about five minutes, it would cut off. One time I got to go for 10 hours without cutting off, but basically five minutes was good. 45 minutes, uh, that was about the extreme all right, and then we just cut off everything. I could have three browsers going. At the, in other words, I was trying to uh, suss this whole thing out and figure out what was wrong with it and everything. And so I took one thing or another, and I, I you know, turned this on and turned this off, and nothing worked. Every time I thought something was going to work, all of a sudden it wasn't the answer. So this morning, uh, I call the cable company, and I say, i, I got to get somebody out here. And they go, oh, well, Thursday. Well, you know, my problem is not Thursday. My problem is now. And I had called them over the weekend and uh, uh, made, uh, you know, complaints about what was wrong and so on. So I went into the uh, to the firmware of the of the computer of the uh, modem, and I switched off a couple of things. I switched off what was it? Oh, I can't find it now because I don't have it up. But a couple of pass through things on the firewall, all right? And um, uh, I have a firewall anyway. I have I have Norton. So, you know, I'm not really worried if that if anything there isn't working. So I turned off a couple of things that were ticked on, and all of a sudden, it was working perfectly. It went for like an hour, and it was going for about an hour and 30 minutes, and then I get a call on the phone, and it's some guy. I'm from the, uh, I'm one of the big technical guys, and he had to be because he had an Indian accent. I'm one of the big technical guys, and we uh, we had your case thrown over to us, and we looked at it, and we found that you were having uh, intermittent uh, outages, just intermittent outages, little bing, 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 and that, yeah, that's probably what was doing it. They said, we fixed it. Now, I'm trying to now figure out whether it was because I turned those things off on the firewall uh, which I'm going to have to restore to find this out, or because they fixed it. He said, we fixed it a couple hours ago. It took a couple hours for it to take effect, uh, but you should be fine now. He said, in fact, we're canceling your your appointment because we we think we've we've got the thing nailed down and you should have no problem with your service anymore. Whoop-de-doo, you know, so I don't know. But I'm exhausted from that. Now, here's also what I'm exhausted from. By the way, the phone lines are open if you want to call. If you don't want to call, I just call the show off early. It's the thing I do. Uh, this is the this is the test show. This is not the real thing. This is the Alex Bennett Daytime. What a great name that is. We had a big meeting to figure out what that uh, name was. Oh, hey, it's our old Revel Stroke, uh, Revel Stroke John, uh, J- James. Is it Revel Stoke something or another? Is yeah. that what you are? Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah? It, it's me. It's you. Yeah. You don't sound well. I have a cold. You have a cold? Yeah. You always have a cold. No, because I, I went to the city where the germs are. Uh, oh, you went? Uh, yeah, you went to the big city, Kamloops. Yeah. Anyway, I was talking about my, my little uh, computer thing problem. I know you have <laughs> IIS, I heard. What? I I I O you have I I O internet outages 
It, well, it was like it was like little blips or something. They said there was a there was a, a minute. So apparently, every time it would drop out, that's why it would stop. Yeah, you had internet kidney stones. I had internet kidney stones. Anyway, so I'm hoping now that it's going to solve the problem. So I said, so if it doesn't work, can I get your name and can I call you? He says, yeah, here's my number. And he gives me the main number for Time Warner. (laughs) And then he says his name, and I can't understand what the name is to save my life. Hey, guess who's here? It's, wait a minute, I I just put plus on there. Son of a gun. Oh, there he is. Okay. Hey, hey, Kitty Poo. <laughs> Good morning, Alex. We, we keep hey, com- we, we keep coming up with names for you. Well, that's cool. I've y- yeah. used several over the years. Kitty Poo, you like that, Jim? Is that... Uh... I've been calling him BK lately, but that's okay. BK? Yeah. <laughs> Bobcat? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about. Bob, Bob Kitty. <laughs> Bitchy cat. Listen, the last relationship I had with somebody named Bobcat didn't wind up so well. So, you know, I mean. No, it's Bitchy Cat with a K. Oh, Bitchy Cat, I see. Gee, Jim, you're frozen now for the moment. Wait a minute. I'm not even on. My picture isn't even on. So there's my picture. Can you see my picture, Jim? Oh, I think we lost Jim. Well, how you doing? How you doing, Kitty? All right. How are you this morning? I'm fine. I'm just, you know, going through these internet fiasco. Yeah, it sounds like you had a, an eventful weekend. Well, 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 you know what the problem is, is that uh, I'm surprised. I got this call from the cable company and it was some guy, and they actually took something that I had a problem with without me asking and worked on it. Which, which you mean uh, they actually fixed something? They, they well, contacted they, well, you to fix uh, it? Let's not say they fixed it yet. Oh. It appears that they've fixed it, okay? But, I mean, what amazed me was that I got this call at all. That is amazing. You know, it must be. You know what I think it has to do with is that Comcast is trying to buy up Time Warner, and if they kiss our asses like this, we won't complain. Good luck. <laughs> complain anyway. Find something. Yeah. Just I still, keep them on their toes. I still have Jim. Oh, Jim's gone now. Yeah. He's, 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 I think he's got some intermittent outages up in, uh, up, uh, up in his part of the, his part of the woods. By the way, you can call us if you want to, you know, we're at, uh, we're on Skype and our, uh, our number on Skype is very simple. It's GabNet Live. That's our ID. But if you want to call us, you know, if you, if you're one of those people with a telephone still, uh, you can call us at 347-352-0079. That's uh, 347-352-0079. So, uh, so, Kitty, it's just you and me. Awesome. Yeah. It, it, you know, so I always, whenever I, you know, whenever I change anything here, it I worry about it. Because, you know, uh, it, something always seems to go wrong. Uh, and especially when I'm doing what we do here, I can't afford to have anything go wrong. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you've you know? got, got a lot of stuff going on with yours. I mean, I'm the same way. When I change something, something's always got to go wrong. Yeah, I mean, I, wa- I wanted to... Um, um, oh, here, okay, Scott Bideker wants me to be on, uh, 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 to accept him. You are now accepted, Scott, so you can call if you if you so desire. Uh, but anyway, so I uh, uh, so I worried about this for a week that you know they're going to put this thing in and it's not going to you know it's not, it's going to take eight thousand tries. Well, everything seemed to be working fine until I started listening, to, trying to listen to the program. Uh, hello to Scott Bittaker. Hello, Scott. How are you? Or Bodiker? Excuse me. Bodiker. Bodiker. Hey, Alex. How you doing? Where are you calling from, uh, Scott? Uh, from Plano, Texas. Let me turn my sound down. I'm getting feedback here. Plano, Texas. Cat, uh, you came from Texas. You know Plano, oh, don't you? Let me see here. Yeah, that's uh, in Dallas. From Plano, Texas. Let me turn my sound down. I'm getting feedback here. Uh, 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 figure out where. Plano, Texas. Cat, you came from Texas. You know Plano, don't you? These are first-time problems. Yeah, that's in Dallas. Scott, just try to turn the speaker down wherever it is. Oh, there you go. There, you're fine. Can, um, yeah, that's fine. Well, there's a little bit. I can hear it for a little bit there. But are you? Can you hear us? 
Let's see. I turned the speaker down, but now I got no. Can you hear me? Um, yeah, that's fine. It's... You can hear me. Well, but Scott, uh, is there any way you can turn those speakers down and, talk, and hear us as well? Why don't you try earphones? I'll go get them. Okay, go get them. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the best way to do it. Um, uh, but anyway, uh, so back to my little uh, problem. So I was, I was just happy that uh, that I was just amazed they called at all. Um, it, it, it was getting a little frustrating, uh, you know. Oh, oh, and and that was my big uh, my big sleepless weekend, you know, of this kind of problem happening. Uh, Scott, you back yet? Well, we don't know. Here's he, some movement. He hears some movement, yeah. And then he plugs in the earphones, and then maybe he can he'll be able to hear us. I can hear you now, sir. Oh, there you go. See, that's the way to do it. First time, first time callers always have some problem. Uh, anyway, how you doing, Scott? I'm doing great, sir. How you doing today? You're in Plano, Texas. Hello. Can you hear us? Plano, Plano, Texas. Plano, yes. Texas. You know Plano, Texas, Cat, because you just came from Texas. Yeah, I've been through there a couple of times. Just you know, in yeah. Dallas. So. And your town was Canton, right? Right. Right. Do you know Canton, Texas, Scott? Yes, 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 yes. I, I'm. Now I used to live in Texas, so what I'm saying is that the reason I'm asking both these people if they know these towns is that state is so goddamn big that you might not know the town. Yeah, yeah, it's so, a couple miles wide. You could say that it's a couple of miles wide. <laughs> oh, we're Jim's back with us. What happened to you, Jim? Uh, my internet went away. Was it a, a temporary uh, internet no, outage? Just, what? Yeah, I had I had I yeah ITS or I, ITO ITO uh, internet temporary outage. Yeah, is that what it's called? I guess so. Are, I don't are know. You, I got, are you planning on working for some some kind of... Um, I got pills for it, so it's okay. Oh, okay, good. Scott, <laughs> do you have a camera there? Yes, I do. Yeah. It, it was working when I... Well, t- I just loaded the Skype like a, like yeah. a, uh, what like you, a half hour ago, okay, so I'm what still you trying do to is, figure is, this out. Is, uh, tr- see where there's a thing where you can turn the camera on and off? Hmm. A little picture of a camera, and it's probably either got an, uh, a line through it or doesn't have a line through it. Uh, what kind of machine are you using? A uh, Power Mac. A Power Mac, yeah. So you go. What you do is you just put your your uh, your pointer over the over the, uh, the the screen where you're looking, and down at the bottom there are a bunch of little balls, and one of them has a picture of a camera. See that? Yes. And then you, there you click on that. And there you go. It's now you're now starting to. There you go. See, okay, we got okay, you. okay. There it is. Yeah. Now wait a minute, Jim. You can't do this to me. <laughs> no, Jim's gone. Well, here, no, no, no. Jim's not gone. Jim just put up a picture of the Mister Cat's picture, but another version of it. So I've got you, Scott, framed okay. by two pictures of cats. <laughs> okay. There we go. Yeah. Uh, by the way, might I mention that uh, 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 a kitty cat or uh, Bobcat or um, uh, Mr. Cat uh, will be appearing in the uh, in the Broadway musical People. So it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be pretty little joke there. So Alex, what'd you do over the weekend? Well, everybody, anybody want to hear what I did over the weekend? Yes, sir. Went up to Connecticut for a party for my. The holiday party for my wife's bit where she works. Oh, right. Now, I hate those things because you go to them, am I right? And you don't know anybody because these are all the people she knows. She, this is her second family. This is her, her, you know, this is where she works and she knows all the people. And you don't know anybody. And it can be the most uncomfortable kind of situation. And it was wonderful. I had just the best time. So I'm. Oh wait a minute, Damien's joining us. Hello, Damien from uh, from California, up up near Petaluma. Uh, what, what town again, Jane, Damien? I keep forgetting. Katadi. Katadi. 
I should know that. I did shows in Katati. Anyway, um, uh, but what I was going to say is um, it was just wonderful. I mean, the people were great. Now, the strange thing was I'm there, and there's this woman serving out, you know, like little hand food, right? Would you like a, a hand food? And then you would have some and so on. And she every now and then is looking over at me. And finally, she comes over to me and says, are you Alex Bennett? And I said, yeah. She said, I used to work with you at the Quake in San Francisco. And it was this woman who had been part of the staff at the at this radio station I was at in San Francisco some 30-odd years ago. And uh, she wasn't that she was working the party. She was the friend of the person who was holding the party and told her that she would act as a, you know, as a hostess. Uh, and uh, we, we talked for quite a while about, you know, it, it, uh, the days back when. And it, it was just amazing to me that, you know, I often say this, what are the chances that I would have met up with this person at a party in Connecticut, right? And then I suddenly, enough. I did the odds. I did the, I did the math. And you know what the math is? The chances are 100% because it did happen. So as soon as it happened, the chances were 100%. Am I right? Very good. So how are you doing, Damien? I love it when you call because I get so Christmassy. <laughs> In spite of the fact that that Christmas tree, thank God you've got your blinds down because we would notice there's no snow outside. No snow. No snow. You no know. snow at all. Yeah. Uh, and you have snow up there now, do you, uh, Jim? Oh, I've had snow since January, mid November. <laughs> no, mid November. And and I guess we got about six inches of snow while I was gone. So really, and how was the trip? He went to Camloops. Uh, oh, fine, uneventful, very just a uh, little slippery on the way down. To Kamloops. What do you mean slippery? It was. Are you trying to tell me that it was like you sledded all the way to Kamloops? Oh, the roads were a little compact snow and and ice. Oh, okay, all righty. So that's all. That's good. That's yeah. good. How was your weekend, Damien? Oh, it was pretty good. Yeah. Do anything? <laughs> uh, do anything interesting? Mm, well, I went to a party on Saturday night and. Took a lot of drugs. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. All right. So you don't remember much about the party, but uh, that's oh, I, good. I remember it all. It was a blast. <clears throat> and then, uh, well, um, um, yesterday we got on the subway and went and got hot dogs out in Brooklyn. There's this place called Barks, and we love the hot dogs at Barks. That's why you got to come to New York, uh, Jim. Just so we can mm -hmm. take you to Barks. But I think that's what's bothering my stomach today for some reason. Yeah, and I don't eat meat. Oh, you don't eat meat. Maybe I've got what you've got. Maybe I'm going to have to stop eating meat. I'm going to have to stop eating anything that's fun. You well, know. actually, I, I take that back. I do have chicken occasionally. So, But other than that, and then pe some people would say hot dogs aren't meat, but... <laughs> Well, it, it, you can get all beef hot dogs at this place if you want them, but I don't like the all beef hot dogs. I like them with some of the crud in them. Yeah, you know the the crud kind of adds a little kind of like uh, uh, fun factor to them. All beef doesn't mean there's no crud in them. It just means that it's all beef crud. That's right. That's right. He makes a very good point. <laughs> yeah, I actually I buy some good hot dogs, some you know organic nitrate free you know, hot dogs, and they're very, very good. Um, I do limit my intake on them, though, Well, they are crud. <laughs> they are, they are uh, you know, slaughterhouse floor sweepings. Yeah. I, 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 was, was I talking about this on the air the other day about the uh, hot dogs in uh, Little Hammer? Uh, I guess I didn't because everybody's got a questioning look here. I went to the uh, Olympics in Little Hammer, and uh, we were doing our show, and next door was this hamburger place and so we would go over and during a break uh, grab some hamburgers so we could have something to eat while we were working and we'd go back and we'd eat these things and these were the most delicious hamburgers 
I've ever had in my life. And we wound up like, I swear to you, I'm not kidding you, eating like eight of them a day. That's how good wow. they were. We subsisted entirely on these hamburgers until one day we said, boy, these are great hamburgers. What? Where do you get your beef from? And they said, that's not beef. That's reindeer. Reindeer? So I had to Let's eat. Let's know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean... <laughs> I'm thinking it's like Santa's sleigh in a can, you know? I mean, man, but, but for, until we found out what it was, we loved it. Then we stopped eating them. Blitzen got blitzed up into it, a little ground, it, ground it, substance. It, little ground substance. But these hot dogs, you know what's great about these hot dogs? They've got that crunch, you know? When you got a hot dog with a crunch, you know what I'm talking about, Jimmy? You know what I'm talking about, Scott? When you bite into them, there's just this resistance. Slight it's resistance. Just, it's like this pop. This pop, and sometimes juice goes. Mm-hmm. And there are only a few hot dogs I've ever had that have just the perfect crunch. Nathan's hot dogs are famous for that crunch. It's it's not like it's a you bite into it and then it's crunchy while you're eating it. It just has a crunch when you pierce the skin with your teeth. And it's really good. So, what kind of good eats do you have in Plano or pl- uh, Plano? 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 Just, just it looks like Plano. Just old yes, Plano. Just plain old, old Plano. Yeah. It. Uh, well, we just you know the standard Tex-Mex. But well, I sorry. remember I used to live in Houston, mm-hmm. and, and I used to remember a lot of good food down there. In fact, they they brought a lot of some of the New Orleans uh, 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 restaurants. Opened up in Houston like Brennan's, and man, that was that was some good food. And then, of course, all the Tex-Mex stuff, and the, the and then the the, the 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 what we used to hang out in the beer joints there, uh, and uh, it was I I love Texas. There was something about uh, you love Texas, don't you, Cat? You didn't leave it because you hated it. Uh, the part that I lived in, I liked. I liked being out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, Scott, you know, Canton, it's in the middle of nowhere. Yes. So, oh yeah, well, no, it's it's on an interstate. It's somewhere. It, it's somewhere you can find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's got the, the big uh, uh, what do you call it? The Canton days every every month. First Monday. First, first Monday. Yeah, people come in from buses. They bus into there to go see that stuff. I guess. Well, yeah. I've it's never been. Oldest little town south of nowhere. Yeah, well, you, yeah there you go, Jim. Well, you. <laughs> But 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 he has he's gone through culture shock because he moved out of there. After how many years did you live in uh, in Canton? Probably most of your life, right? Yeah, most of my life. And you're how old now? Uh, over twenty nine. That's old for yeah, a cat. That's old for a cat. Uh, uh, but twenty nine years in this town, and now he moved to Southern California to Anaheim. That's got to be where I was supposed to be. But but is there a culture shock? It's got to be a culture shock to that. You would think so, but it doesn't really seem all that bad to me. I thought I would be a lot more paranoid after hearing about it. You know, so much. Yeah. Nah, I mean, I walk around and and you can I don't see, feel paranoid. You can see Disneyland much. from your house, can't you? Uh, sorry. You can see Disneyland from your house, can't you? Unfortunately, I can see it when I go to work. Have you ever gone to Disneyland? Hell no, I've never what gone to Disneyland. What do you mean, hell no? You it's live near Disneyland. Are you kidding me? Don't you know it's the happiest place in the world? It's got a I've rat, I've never been Alex. to Disneyland either. Huh? You haven't been to Disneyland either? I've been to Disneyland. I've been to Disney World. Disney World's pretty cool. You've been there, right, Jim? Yeah. Is Disney World cool or what? It was pretty cool. Except the Canadian Pavilion at Epcot, I thought it kind of sucked. Well, that's because it was put together by Canadians. Come on. No, at Ep- I love Epcot, where you can travel the whole world just by going from pavilion to pavilion. Was- I've got the internet. I can see the world if I want. I don't have to go visit a rat to do that. Well, you know something? I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Anybody here watch the show Newsroom on HBO? It may be no. the best written show in television. It's Alan Sorkin, Aaron Sorkin. How, what what could be worse, better than that, okay? 
And what it is, it's a show, and you should watch it, Jim. It is a show now, especially this year, about the intersection between um, uh, digital media and traditional media. In this case, a television cable news network. And it really, it's like Sorkin is writing this rant against digital media. And and how, you know, how how irresponsible digital media is, all this social networking and so on. That rumors get started and can't get stopped and, you know. It's not social media that's irresponsible. It's people who are irresponsible. Well, I, I mean, th- I, can, yeah. I can navigate social media just fine, and I don't buy into the crap that people put out there. And it's because you've got to be smart enough to know what's crap and what's not. Well, in the plot, the, 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 the network is bought up by a guy who believes that he's going to yank them into the 21st century and they're going to be using all this social media and stuff and they're going to have an app that allows you to find out where stars are so you can stalk them and things like that because that's what the that's what people want today that's how we can lower the age of the audience and it really becomes this this real uh, cultural fight between Older media, which is TV. I mean, can you imagine calling TV old media? And the new media. And that the old media was far more responsible than the new media because the new media has no responsibility. It has no way of vetting what goes across it. I would have to say that, you know, that's still... It should never have been the media's responsibility in the first place. You know, I think the media's responsibility is to give out all information that is available. And it is up to the intelligent person to weed through the garbage and find the real facts. But but suppose it's a lie. Let's for a moment say that, you know, uh, uh, Bill Cosby right now is the the current, I don't want to say victim, but the current uh, person getting the angst from social media. Uh, his story would not be what it is if it weren't for social media, if it weren't for the fact that the drudge exists and uh, uh, all these sites exist, many of which don't even have to be responsible about what they're reporting. Not like the networks. The networks were always, you know, they would vet everything that they that they reported. Many times they were wrong, but their accuracy was a lot higher. And the argument here is... Uh, there, there was a, 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 a storyline last night about this girl who had been raped at her college and started a rape website in which people could, you know, literally list that they had, if they had been raped and who raped them. And uh, this guy who's supposed, they, they want to put her on the air, but the guy who's supposed to get her to put her on the air doesn't really want her on the air because he considers it completely irresponsible because this means that certain people's lives are going to be ruined by women who are just simply trying to get even with other people. In other words, if you just open it to everybody and then say this is the place where we're showing who raped who, you know, so he they, they kind of use that as an example of what they considered irresponsible uh, journalism. And he has this ongoing fight in the show and it's really, I mean, again, it's the great writing of Aaron Sorkin. Her feeling that what she was doing was wonderful because it was going to prevent rape, and his feeling that uh, it, it because he comes from the old media that it was irresponsible because if somebody gets accused who isn't guilty, it could ruin their whole lives. Well, news media, I think, needs to so get with are, the times. Are we? What? What? Jim? I think we lost Jim again. Well, I was just oh, wondering, is, 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 what? You seem to be breaking up a little is bit. Is the new media, uh, well, I just wondered then if the, the result of the new media and the old media getting together is basically TMZ. Uh, you could say that because the creator of TMZ is old media. Right. You know, you know what we could say? What we're doing here is is an intersection between new media and old media. I mean, yeah, but I don't think we're irresponsible. Oh, terribly irresponsible. <laughs> um, uh, 
We let cats on the internet. How bad? I mean. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, you know, but with the constant thing we're constantly fighting here at GabNet is this intersection of new media with old media. I'm from old media. I I do a radio show. This is no different than I would have done on Sirius or uh, uh, any other radio station that I would be on, except that I can say fuck and I can do uh, be experimental and do things like a citizen's panel uh, and, and things like that. But basically, I'm an old traditional radio guy. I mean, I really want to get some, uh, you know, like 21-year-olds in here to try and do shows that speak to a new feeling, you know. But uh, Jim's an old radio guy, you know. I mean, basically, we're we're kind of old-fashioned in that way. And so the question is, are we are we supplying what people want on the Internet? And we hope so, you know. We think it's different. We think it's not the same old kind of talk show. But, I, uh, yeah, I, Scott. I, I can't stop listening to you. It's like, you know, I always want to hear what you want to say next. You know, it's like every day I'm listening. I'm, you know, for like the last... I don't know, six months or so, just been listening and said, well, i got to get on Skype. i got to get on Skype. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know about Skype. I don't know anything about it. So well, I just, you see, how easy was it once you did it? Well, I struggled with it because I was – Really? I had to download the thing to the Mac two, three times. Like, what's it asking me to do? It wants me to drag this thing into my application folder. Oh, and well, you just I never – that's just the problem of downloading anything that you were having. Yeah, yeah, and, and getting it going. But once you got in, I actually double-clicked on the right spot, and it said, oh, just fill out these forms and whatnot. And coming up with a Skype name is probably the worst part. But that's anyway. the worst part, yeah, because, <laughs> because if, if you call it something that everybody else has – it's yeah. not going to accept it. Um, I like I. What, what, why did I call it Gabnet Live? I was just going to have it be Gabnet, but somebody else has Gabnet. I think uh, Georgia Broadcasting Technicians or something. I don't know. Oh, okay, sure, sure, you know, sure. So it was. It was. It's Gabnet Live. Um, but you know, that's the hardest part. You just got to do your what first name, last name, yeah, email yeah. address, and a, and a, that, and you're yeah, ready, yeah. you're good to go. And, and then. Uh, uh, so, uh, and, and we're happier here now. See how well, easy it is. Now you know how to do it. You, I can do it. I, I, that's why I went to practice on the on the on the yeah. daytime show instead of the nighttime show yeah. coming on there. Like, oh, I didn't know. You never said I needed headphones. All these times you've been giving out instructions. You do this. You do that. You do that. I didn't never heard about headphones. Before, I never thought so about it. That's it, what kind of mess. We all do use headphones, don't we? I didn't ever. I didn't stop to think about that as one but, of the rules. Oh, you don't actually need it. You don't actually yeah. need it? Oh, Patrick doesn't use them. Mark doesn't use them. Well, where, how do they hear what we're saying? They have a Mac. <laughs> the Mac has a really good microphone on it. Well, no, but he has a Mac, I'm, too, I'm and he Mac couldn't and, stop the sound. Yeah. So he had hmm. to use an earphone. Yeah. Well, Skype, Skype it will, you know, you may have to go into the settings. You know, I, I have a Bluetooth headset, but Skype always defaults to my to my to the microphone on my webcam and my speakers so i have to get every time i go into skype i have to tell it use my bluetooth use my bluetooth microphone use my bluetooth earphones you know so it could be just a skype setting that you need to go in and change did you hear they're coming out with a new bluetooth it's more powerful I, i can't remember what it does but it's more powerful than the old bluetooth I mean, this thing will do everything besides, except give you a blowjob. I mean, it, it's... it's there, like, are they coming out with a Bluetooth 4.0? Is that what you're yeah, talking about? Yeah, it's a 4.0, yeah. Okay. And it, it's, it's got some features that the old one didn't have, and it's going to be able to access stuff that it couldn't access yeah, I, before. Yeah, no, um, I've, I, I have saw a headline that the new Bluetooth devices are going to be always connected to the Internet. And I'm not sure how they're doing that because I didn't read the article. It could be that they're they're... Um, using the Wi-Fi somehow or your data connections somehow. Hmm. But um, apparently, I guess you'll be able to connect Bluetooth devices through the Internet instead of locally. Yeah. You know, so you wouldn't have to be within 30 feet of the device as long as you're both connected to the Internet. Oh, that's good. That's good. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, I I don't use Bluetooth because it it tends to, like, if you're using it with a phone, it really eats up the, uh, the battery. Only if you're using an iPhone. Oh, stop it. 
<laughs> well, I use an iPhone, and in fact, a girlfriend and I have we saw a iPhone Plus this weekend, and have both decided that, in spite of the fact that I am not making any money, I'm going to spend it and get an iPhone <laughs> Mac Plus. Um, but like Jim, my wife works, so we're uh, we're house husbands, aren't we? I, I just retired six months ago, so I've yeah. got a wife that still works and supports me and whatnot, so I'm just happy as can be. Oh, yeah. yeah good. <laughs> what did you do all those years before you retired? Uh, for 35 years, I worked uh, for the same company, day in, day out, same grind, and yeah. they finally got, they need me. I was, I'm a retired engineer. Yeah. So when you retired, did you get some kind of union pension as well, or some kind of company uh, pension? We, I could have opted for the, the annuity on the pension, but I just took it lump sum. You took it lump sum? Yeah. Why'd you do, why'd you I do thought that? I was going to die or something. I was going through all this stress. My heart was giving out on me, and uh, anxiety. Was it all anxiety, or was it really heart yeah. problems? It was. Uh, I went through a, a stress test where they echo, echo. Oh, I had that. They, they, uh, well, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, echo and whatnot. And he said it's everything's fine. They did find you know some sort of valve issue, but they said I was born with that. It had nothing to do with the I work have, stress. No, I have. The, I have a uh, aortic stenosis, but it's very minor. Okay, and that's what I think it's called a heart murmur. Uh, and I, when they hooked I, me up to the electric. Uh, electrocardiogram I think yeah. it was not the echo but the electro uh, my body is like wired wrong and they couldn't get a signal right out of it hmm. so they then immediately thought I was really ill and sent me over to a high, over to Mount Sinai hospital here where they gave me a nuclear stress test nuclear which is the most annoying thing that I've have you ever had one of those uh, uh, Jim in, in in your in your wandering through your medical problems, I've had no. I've had them. I've had them inject me with radiation and then tell me I have to come back. And oh yeah, that's the the nuclear stress test. Yeah. Okay. They, they make you run on a uh, on a treadmill. Yeah. Well, you see, I they couldn't run me on a treadmill because of my elect being electrically wired wrong or something. So they had to induce stress. And they, so they give you this stuff, and it makes your heart pound like a little bunny rabbit. I mean, I thought I was going to die. If they do it, if they did it again, now all they'd have to do was just wave your modem in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, these things get hot though. It's it's like burning hot. How much electricity is this costing me a month when it gets this hot? You got to pay for the speed. If I put an ice cube on it right now, the thing would melt. And I, I could fry an egg on this deal. What? Put bread on it before the show, yeah. and then flip, <laughs> flip it yeah. partway through, and then you have toast. Well, let's hope this solves the problem that they actually did. I mean, he called me up. He said we found it was a little, uh, little. Uh, yeah, it's noise in the line. That was it. No, it was N I T L. Noise in the line. Oh. You know, so they cleared it up, and uh, I'm good to go now, supposedly. We'll see. You've had like a modem angioplasty. Modem angioplasty. <laughs> right, right. I, so, uh, uh, Kitty Cat, did you do anything interesting this weekend? Uh, not too interesting. I went out exploring Saturday a little bit, you know, trying to get a feel for the area. Mm -hmm. I went out and got some pencils that I needed, and that's basically just, just, what I did Saturday. I want you to know the cat is not one of the most exciting people in the world. <laughs> no. 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 And, and, and to him, uh, a, a hot weekend is going out and buying pencils. So, you know, <laughs> and guess what? I got a, uh, just today, I'm so pleased and, and pleasured that I went to Facebook and, and Tony sent me another picture of his dog. Aw. 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 I'm getting sick of these pictures of his goddamn, you hearing me, Tony? I'm getting tired of the pictures of your goddamn dog. 
Yeah, she's cute. She's beautiful. But you know what I love about people? They go, oh, look at the expression on her face. Every dog has only one expression on their face. Am I right? Dogs don't smile. Cats don't smile. Right? You don't smile, do you, cat? No. Why would I smile? Right. But the dogs go, do smile. Oh, look. There's a, a black Labrador with a big bucket head. She's, I'm a bitchy cat. Have you, ever had a, have you ever had a dog that actually really smiled? I don't think so. I mean, I hate that. I don't remember. I should know, but you could tell when a dog is happy. Yeah, they wag their tail. They wag their well, tail. Sure. And and other body body. And oddly enough, yeah. a cat when he's kind of mad wags his tail, slaps it. It, it kind of goes whack, whack. whack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boy, am I glad we got flat screen TVs? Because if I had a cat today. Well, I used to have, every cat I ever had uh, loved to get up on the TV set because that was the warmest place in the house, right? And then sit there with his tail in front of the screen going back and forth like a windshield wiper. (laughs) If you had a cat now, he'd be on your modem. (laughs) (laughs) I had had one cat that uh, I was going to, when he died, I was going to have him stuffed in the position he was best known for and then put it on top of the television set where he's best known for sitting, having him sitting there with one leg up in the air licking his balls. That's how I was going to have him stuffed because he would love to do that. Friends came over, he would, like, get up on the TV set and start licking his nuts. Just showing off. Yeah, just showing off. So when my wife got rid of his nuts, he still licked his imaginary nuts, so... You know, I was thinking the other day about people who stuff their cats, and it occurred to me, you know. <laughs> you were talking the other cat, day. Wait, but you were definitely talking the other day to somebody about stuffing cats? No, no, I was oh. thinking about it. Oh, uh, okay. For some reason, I was thinking about it. And, you know, I was thinking, you know, stuffing a cat sounds like a cool thing because you see stuffed animals all the time, and they're they're pretty cool looking. Except, oh, isn't everybody's cat, like, really, really old when it dies. So when you get your cat stuffed, aren't you stuffing like a 20-year-old cat? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, it, it, so it's got like hardly any fur well, left if, anymore. You know, it's yeah. got one bad eye and half its teeth left. Stinks. You know? <laughs> well, actually, you really want to stuff your cat. It, actually, it I had an 18... That your cat really needs to die young. I had an 18-year-old cat that when he died was still in pretty good shape. I mean, he didn't, you know, I think he was missing some teeth, but they always lose teeth eventually. Now, you know, I don't know if yeah. you can see my cat right there. But, uh, I saw the cat back there for a while. He's, uh, uh, he's 17. 17. <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah, mine got to be 18. Uh, that was the oldest one I ever had. Uh, and I had a friend who had a cat who was 22 when it went. I've, I've definitely known cats who were more than 20 years old. Yeah, I find the cats, or dogs even, if they get past a certain age, will then live to be really old. There's a, there's a more... Mortal mortality point there around around seven or so, where they are subject to certain diseases and so on. If they survive that period of time, they usually go on forever. You know, I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, made it to this point. What the hell? I'll keep going and see what happens next. Well, that's the reason I don't want to get a cat now because he's just going to sit there looking at me, saying, "You know, I'm going to be here once you're gone." <laughs> <laughs> And I don't want any any anything that's going to look at me that way. Get a fish. Get fish, <laughs> right, right. Get fish and then get a cat. Then you don't have to worry about the fish having an attitude. <laughs> God, like fish and cat, uh, cat, cats and fish bowls. Did you ever get a, a, a fish and have a cat, Damien? Because you seem to me to be my favorite kind of person, which is a cat person. <laughs> Oh, I'm 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 kind of like the cat whisperer. Every cat I meet is just immediately drawn to me. I, and, you I, know, I love cats so much. Yeah. Um, I I would really like to get a fish tank. Well, if you do, I really it, like fish too. Well, yeah. Well, but, you won't um, ha- you won't have them long. <laughs> well, if I get a big tank, I figure you, you know. know I mean, the, the cat's f- more likely to drown in the tank the first, than it is to the, eat a fish. Well, if you get maybe a, <laughs> get a little baby shark, that would t- teach him a lesson. Oh, but, Nicole would just drive good, just go nuts over yeah, that. We had a she would never, she would never allow me to have a shark in a tank. 
We had a cat once, and uh, and and my parents went out and bought a fish with a, in a fish bowl, just a round little fish bowl. And immediately, as when they brought the fish bowl in and put it on the shelf, the cat was right there, you know. And I mean, it was an obsession with him, and he was constantly digging his paws in there. And I, th- I think that fish lasted a day, you know, because this is I, this I is what, you. huh? My my cats actually watch me play on my tablet, and they'll watch stuff move around on the tablet screen, really? and they'll be really interested in it. Uh, you know, as it flies by, they'll go, Whoa, what was that? Ooh, ooh, what? So, yeah, I can just see the actual fishbowl. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I had a, a cat, Shabbos, who I loved. He's my favorite cat of all time. Man, you could annoy this cat so easily. It was amazing. And the one thing I could do, and I don't know what this reaction was exactly and, and why he had it, but I, if I took, a say, a, 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 I don't want to have one here, but a, a, a rubber band and put it like, you know, between my fingers like this, like, you know, and start going twang, twang, he would start getting a gag reflex. <laughs> he would start... <laughs> <laughs> And the same thing with emery boards, you know, those emery boards. If I scratched an emery board, he would start having the gag reflex. And I could never figure out why. And he never told me why, obviously. (laughs) Although, you know, you have an animal for any number of years, and after a while you find it kind of hard to believe that they've never actually talked to you. Because you have this ongoing communication. Um, yes, I have continuous ongoing conversations with the cats here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and and I knew everything he was thinking, and he knew everything I was thinking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd bring over a new uh, woman to, to the house, and he would kind of look at her like, I've seen him come and I've seen him go. <laughs> you know? uh, my cat would take about two weeks, and when, when he would hop up on uh, my new girl's lap, I was like, okay. You're accepted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but I, uh, one time, I remember once I brought a woman home and uh, we started doing what was the main reason why I usually brought woman, women home for. And we're just going at it. And when I'm through, I look up and at the top of the bed across all the pillows, I had like five cats at that time. Don't ask me why. All five of them were just standing there looking. And it was like they were going to hold up little cards like 10, 5, 4. They love to watch people having sex. They do. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, so, I, and I don't know why. They're just ridiculous little animals. So, uh, <laughs> you, so you retired, Scott. Now, did you retire at the retirement age of, of 65, or did you retire earlier than that? Well, the company and I kind of... They decided they didn't need me anymore, and they gave me a job I didn't like, and I didn't need them anymore, so I retired at 56. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's cool, yeah. because that's when you should be able to retire. Yes, I've often said that we should actually start Social Security at 55. I'll go for that. Well, no, the reason being that, number one, try and find a job after you're 55. You know, all they want are the kids who will work for nothing, mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, I'm at. I, I couldn't get another job at the company. I mean, it's a big company and everything, but nobody else wanted to uh, accept me. I guess for the little bit of time I had left. But now, even, so, so yeah. how do you feel about the fact that now you have no? You know, every every day of your life you had structure. You had to get up, put on your clothes, brush your teeth, have some coffee, drive the car to wherever you work, do your job, and come home. You don't have that structure anymore. Is it driving you crazy? Well. That's part of the reason I miss the people, talking to people during the day. My, my wife got me a dog a couple of months ago. Uh, and, they, they, not, they, they, and the yes. dog that, you know, it'll, I go for walks with the dog, you know, whatnot, but it doesn't talk. It doesn't, I don't get that uh, uh, interface with people. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to fill here. Yeah. Well, good. Give us, call us. You know, we okay. love, you consider us uh, your little group, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I it, um, I don't know. I have. I I started doing this, so this gives me some structure. But it's it. And at my age, I should be retired. I should have retired by, you know, by most uh, counts, ten years ago. 
but I refuse to because if I stop doing this, I'm just going to drop dead. You know, it's just you know. Uh, so I, I started doing this, but the problem with this is <clears throat> it's in the same place where I live. It's down the hall from where I sleep. It's a bit down the hall from where I eat. You know, so uh, uh, I, that that doesn't seem like going to work. I just you flip right. Am I right, Jim? You just flip a couple of buttons and you're on the air. I don't know. I don't work and live in the same place. Oh yes, you work at the log broadcasting station, right? Center. Center. On the corner uh, and, of First and Main. Uh, center to go home. Yeah, and, and how far is that trip? About five miles. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying anything, you know. <laughs> I'm not saying anything because I don't want to ruin the myth. There is no myth. It's you can look it up on uh, on Google Maps. Actually, most people don't realize this, but but you live in Chicago, and you've been telling everybody <laughs> that you live in this mythical place called Revelstoke. I'm just driving around in a van. Don't bug me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hell, if uh, if uh, what's his Uncle name Dan. Garrison Keeler could do it, you know, so could you. Only there is such a place as Revelstoke, and it is in British Columbia. That's and, right. and it has bears. Yep. Well, not now. No. Where do no. they go? Where do they? They actually go into like caves and stuff. Yeah, and, de- and they make themselves dens and and yeah, they. I mean, could bear. you go? Could you go to a a bear den right now? Would, would, uh, you, would you know where to find? Yeah. Them? And and if you went in there and shouted, would you wake them up? <laughs> uh no, probably. Really, they're that they're that deep in sleep. In other words, they actually sleep for that amount of time. Yeah, the females give birth while they're asleep. Yes, I told you this before. Yes, it's crazy. you know, I, I half the time I don't know when he's putting me on and when he isn't putting me <laughs> on. You mean while the they answer s- is all of the time. Oh, so then, no, okay, no, no. okay. So they're asleep and they give birth to the baby bears, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, when the baby bears are born, are they still asleep? No, the baby bears. <laughs> uh, uh, they basically nurse nurse on their mother, who they think they don't know is either sleeping or dead. <laughs> well, she's producing milk, so she's alive. I feel like. Oh, I see. I don't understand this. Why can't our lives be this way? Wouldn't you like to sleep for well, how many months is it? Three months? Six months? What is it? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, four, four, four or so. Wouldn't you love to sleep for four months? Uh, now, does this mean that when they're not sleeping after that four months, they never sleep? No, they still sleep. Oh. They still sleep, but this is it's it's hibernation. It's a it's a, a a deeper, more involved process. Yeah, but what is the purpose of hibernation? That's what I don't understand. What is the ecological purpose of it? I guess to keep them from eating your garbage. Well, when There's the no snow comes in the winter, huh? What and everything? There's less food. Yeah. So there's less food available in the winter months. So yeah. Now they what they have to do is uh, is is during before they go into hibernation they have to eat a lot so they get a lot of fat. That's right. And then they wake up after four months and go. It's like going to Weight Watchers. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Maybe that's what Weight Watchers. That'd be a good weight program we could come up with. We feed you like crazy and then you sleep for four months. And when you wake up, look at all the weight you've lost. Yeah. And all the babies you've had. And all the babies you've had. (laughs) (laughs) What a surprise for Mama Bear when she wakes up and actually sees the babies who are now, can she have them like several months into hibernation and then they're there for a couple of months without her being awake? Yes. So that consequently when she wakes up, there could be a lot of big bears there. No, usually just a couple. Just a couple. Then yeah. they don't give birth to a lot of a uh, lot of. No, uh, usually, usually there's a couple of cubs, and that's about it. Yeah. 
See all yeah. the stuff uh, uh, Daniel Boone here learns from being up in uh, up in Revelstoke, <laughs> and you're living out there in Katati, and all you know is how to rut through a you know a storage bin. You know, and, hey now, and, and, I, I grew up in West Sonoma County where it was nothing but rural. You know, I grew up on a on a very rural area. Okay, I lived in Marin. Does that count? San Anselmo. <laughs> I mean, I grew up in cow country where, well, actually, where you know good clover milk comes from us and. You know, no. you've got those, those what are these, like Scottish cows up there that look like they're all wearing hair pieces. Oh, I love those, yeah. <laughs> they all look like they're wearing hair pieces. <laughs> and I was going to do an ad for, like, the hair club for cows. <laughs> but, no, I lived in Marin County, but I lived up uh, high in the hill of San Anselmo. So behind us, there was almost nothing. You could just climb up to the top of what they call Mount Baldy and so on. So in a way I wasn't it wasn't rural but it was it was buco- not even bucolic what can I call it. Uh I got it was t- still a little wild. It was a little still a little wild. Now you go up there and there're nothing but homes. Mm-hmm. But when I was there, you know, they didn't. Uh, uh Plano, Texas, is it is it uh, is it rural in feeling or is it a pretty a fairly large mm-hmm. town? Plano's big. It's about uh, three hundred thousand or so. Oh, that's yeah, that's good. Yeah, stuff. it's a suburb of Dallas. Yeah, so you've got a so, mall. Yeah. You've got a mall. You've got a movie plex. Uh, you've got all oh, yeah. the, those things. The things yeah. that Jim has to go. How many miles to uh, Kamloops? Uh, two and a half hours. Two. Well, I asked you miles, but I guess I know, in Canada I you judge by by <laughs> hours. I don't think of. I mean, that's how we we sort of deal with distance. I had this chat with Patrick the other day. That's how we deal with district uh, distances. I know how how long it takes me to drive to certain places. I know how. I don't know the exact mileage to Vancouver from Revelstoke, but I know it takes me six hours. Yeah. So yeah, two and a half hours. And yeah, I went to Kamloops, which has a population of eighty thousand people. That's why I got a cold. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, well, listen, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Let me play the theme song here. It looks like our time is up here. You know, this show during the uh, during the daytime goes by much faster than the one at night for me. I guess because it, it is half as long, but also because <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's just chattier. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't feel the uh, well the the need to uh, to perform as it were. And I'm Everybody here seems to... a little more awake, too. <laughs> I'm not awake. I'm not awake. But I'm, I'm, not... I'm here because I wanted to be able to say I was going to be on all four shows on Gabnet today. So, Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, of course, because you're, do- you're on this one. Yeah, it doesn't count. Then the one sure. at the 930 tonight is you do. Then I do my show, yeah. so you'll probably call it, right? That's You have to. Yeah. yeah, because you just said you were going to, and then you've got your show. I know, I know. So really, that, two out of right. the four shows are yours. <laughs> okay. You know what this is screaming out? We need more people to do shows on GabNet, don't we? <laughs> Bitchy cat. Huh? Yeah, Hey, talk cat. about pencils. Yeah. Start sending you pictures of my pencils, Alex. <laughs> talk about the pictures of dogs, I'll send you pencil pictures. Yeah, send me some pencil pictures. All right. I like send me pictures done in pencil of pencils. Okay. okay. And then what you can do is you can make an exhibit. Oh, just well, I got you come to New York, cat, and we find a gallery and we just call it pencil art, and you'll be a sensation. Pencil art by bitchy cat. I like it. <laughs> Sounds great to me. Thank you, cat. Thank you, Jim. Very nice to have you now with us, uh, Scott. And, and nice uh, you know, you got nothing to do during the day. We're here, okay, and you know how to do it now. And, and, Excellent. And and and, and uh, of course, uh, we always like talking with Damien, who uh, as he chomps away on his uh, vaporizer. What are you What are you vaping today? Castellong. Huh? Castellong is the flavor. Castellong. I see. Okay. From Five Ponds. Uh, really? Does that take you, by the way? Little... D- does that take care of your uh, your nicotine habit? Absolutely. Okay. Anyway, thanks. See you all later. Bye. I'm Alex Bennett. That's it for today. We'll see you again tomorrow. Same time, same station in life. 
In the meantime, as always, if you see her, tell her I'm in the other room asleep. Oh, tell her I love her, okay? <laughs> <laughs>